Today, we talk United Airlines, Pepsi commercial, San Bernardino shooting, Janet Jackson, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. I think you're such a hater, Joel. Like, this is clearly a, everyone. Got a Listen, we're, we're in the room. Uh, Nate Jackson and Kanisha cannot be here. They are busy elsewhere doing incredible things. Nate's on tour. Uh, Brandon, we're not that explicit, bro. Okay. <laughs> I didn't Brandon, say anything. Brandon. Brandon. Okay. And Kanisha is uh, taping on her show. Uh, so make sure to check that out on ADD. And, of course, I am Tehran, literally, at I am Tehran all across the board. Find me on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at I am Tehran, the bathrobe heartthrob. And to my left. Hello, my name is Javicia Leslie. You can find me at Javicia on Instagram because that's all that matters. Pictures are the only thing that matters. Nothing I say matters. <laughs> but if you care. You're a beautiful girl. If you weren't, you know what I'm saying? If you weren't a beautiful girl, it would matter. But so when you're pretty, you, that's all that people care. Like. Exactly. Sometimes I wish I was a pretty girl. I'm pretty girl. I'd have more Instagram followers. I feel like. That's what true. is your Instagram following? Uh, I'm at like only twenty six thousand something oh. like that. Oh, don't worry. No, <laughs> I used to be right. I used to be at like that hundred k. Remember, and oh, then yeah. uh, Instagram shut down my account. account? Mm-hmm. What did you do? He tried to be a girl on Instagram and show his ass. I didn't even know. He got flagged. They know what I did. Please kill. And of course, to her left, we have the wonderful, amazing, beautiful. Hey guys, I'm Jomini. You can find me all Even over the internet. Even you didn't believe everything I said. Monique. I didn't. I don't. That's okay. I'm Jomini. You can find me all over the internet. At Jomini every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Woo! That I don't even know so what you're fast. That was, That's all right. They'll know. They won't. Well, we'll get it eventually. What, what if we have people that, you know, ESL, English as a second language? <laughs> it's on the bottom. Like, it's called the lower third. They do it every episode. It's real professional of I'm really regretting having Joelle on <laughs> <That's> already. <laughs> we haven't even started. Like, Joelle, because Joelle is my combatant. Every, I'll be like, on iTunes, they can just check the sheet. It'll be right there for oh them. <laughs> and my good friend. Yes, Brandon Brody, a.k.a. Brody the Joker, on every format. A. Uh, uh, <laughs> B-R-O-A-D-Y The Joker That's okay. how you spell it Okay I'm yeah. glad you were able To spell your, your full name <laughs> I forgot my own name Here's the thing Usually we have Seattle In the building Because mm-hmm. Kanisha and Nate Are both from Seattle Yeah yeah but This This Yeah oh, This is This is an epic, so epic Day Memorial Day Because yes. we have D.C. in the building. Yes. Like, oh D.C. D.C. And D.C. D.C. And Chicago, another up. murder capital. Yes. <laughs> murder <laughs> capital, baby. No, we've, we've owned it at some point in time. <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah. So as you guys know, on this week, we talk about the headlines. And one of the headlines I want to get right into is, I, I guess the friendly skies aren't friendly anymore. Because if you haven't seen the video, you're missing out. This past Sunday, uh, there was a viral video depicting a forcible removable removal of United Airlines passenger da- Dr. David Dow uh, and his wife and it went super viral. Everyone's seen this video at this point. United has gotten a lot of lot of slack for it. The incident occurred on the 5.40 p.m. United flight 3411 departing Chicago O'Hare. That's your hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why it was so dangerous. Uh, uh, Chicago police. For Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, which by the way I, I found out is actually Lowellville if Lowellville. you're from 
Louisville. Ah. <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky, when passengers were told the flight was overbooked and that four passengers were needed to volunteer to be removed. When no volunteers came forward, the attendants chose four random passengers in which Dow and his wife were selected. And when Dow refused, security was called and the police were called as well. And the scene you're about to see took place. Can we watch the video, please? Yeah, I haven't even in seen the this booth, yet. Steve. So that's that's Dr. Dow. A 69-year-old man. 69-year-old man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh! Because his head hit one of the his head hit one of the armrests, and he was bleeding. He busted his lip open. Oh my god! So as we see the scenes, everyone's phones out, everyone's recording, and that's. It's a combination of the two videos that went viral because it's from two different perspectives. Now, the United uh, Airlines CEO, Oscar Munez, did issue an apology stating, I apologize for having to reaccommodate these customers. And it's not something you actually say that's sincere, uh, especially <clears throat> on a situation like this. Right. It made it sound almost as if it was Dr. Dow's fault. Now, that being said, if you hear, hear the people on the passengers on the flight, they're saying this is horrible, this is outrageous, they're videotaping. They're not happy with this situation. None of them stood up and right. did anything about it. And I that's mean, who's what. Who's taking on the Chicago police? Like, not I, sir. <laughs> like, the most you can do is vocalize. At that point, you're physically assaulting an off duty officer. Nobody wants any of that. They've got back rooms in O'Hare. I'm not trying to fuck with that. There's, there's ways to peacefully protest something. So if every United passenger mm -hmm. or even a majority stood up and said no this is wrong we won't allow this yeah and that's what i see is wrong especially when it comes to civic duty people all have opinions yeah. people love tweeting mm -hmm. but no one actually wants to stand up and do anything well, you know, so actively, sorry go uh, ahead uh, i think the the, the I, what i would have done what's always an inconvenience to me i would have got that goddamn soda treat cart and just blocked the whole aisle with that and see how people try to maneuver around that because you can never maneuver around that motherfucker the only people that know how to maneuver I around said don't that say one word okay you, you said I said <laughs> the only people that know around how to maneuver around that thing is the people that work on the plane so watch a cop trying to get around that with those big utility belts alright so you would have you would have tried to hijack a, that would have been I would have hijacked cart? a soda cart and okay. blocked them off until everything was squared away and figured out even if even if they left even if they all got off the plane that's standing for something because all of them are like yelling and saying this is horrible this is horrible as they get right back in all of them are yelling this is horrible this is horrible as they get right back into their seats mm -hmm. and put yeah. their seatbelt on and get ready to take their flight to Louisville of course because people don't want to inconvenience themselves and I find that all too often when it comes to uh, civic duty w what we saw during the 60s and the civic uh, civil rights movement <clears throat> are people who were willing to get fire hose willing to get bit by dogs willing to get beat by cops and now we don't see that same passion for civil rights and civic duty as we once saw and then we still want change to occur. Was, was there any incentive for them giving up their seat? I know a lot of times I've given up my seat before. There was they an incentive. They started a 400 smallest uh -huh. incentive. They gave them like $800 in like... like $800? Not in liquid everyone's cash. Not in like. liquid cash. <laughs> in United like air miles. Yeah. When you can give up to like what is it? $1325 um, in liquid cash oh, wow, and they were really? like yeah and they were like nah they were also flying employees so it's not like mm -hmm. yeah, other people 
people who paid for the plane and maybe they paid more and sure. so she could incentivize. No, is United just overbooked their flight and they were like, damn, we got to get these employees to their next flight. We'll just yank paying customers off a plane. The employees right. were needed for the next flight that was in Louisville. Yeah. In order for that flight to take off, regardless, and I it that. sounds like it's a bunch of like them not taking care of their responsibilities. One hundred percent, I agree with that. I agree with that. The problem is, to me, the problem isn't that they pulled Doctor Dow off; it's the fact that they let him on the flight to begin with. Right? They should have not let everyone get on the flight and then said, "Hey, we need volunteers to get who, off." To get off. So was he? They what, had was, to take that L. Was like, the doctor mm. waitlisted initially? No, no, he was no. not. He's he not waiting. So he had a solid ticket. He had a legitimate yeah. ticket that yeah. he paid for. Had a guaranteed seat and they they randomly picked him because Bags of already his on the plane yes. <laughs> like, yeah. because he was asian which with is that why? It was because that, it was asian no, it's but it's supposed to be random it's supposed to be random yeah. but him and he and his wife were asian were the other two passengers that were taken over were they asian as well we we, we actually don't know. don't know about the other two passengers See, they never got to them oh, oh my god <laughs> dr D- dr dow was the first name called oh. <laughs> and then this oh. happened wow i would love I to bet see you the other two got off with no <laughs> yeah. complaints the other two were like like tom jeff bye y'all <laughs> they actually let Dr. Dow back on the plane, and he did fly back to Louisville that night. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that same flight? Yes. That's crazy. Because you had to have known you jacked yourself up after that. There's a third video that came out where he's, like, trying to stand up. He's inside the plane, and he's saying, just kill me, like, over oh. and over and over Which again. Which is the best, because he he's not saying, just kill me. What he's saying is, just give me money. Like, show me. Because oh, yeah. this is clearly a lawsuit. There's yeah. clearly a lawsuit. A lot of people dropped the ball. And United employees weren't the ones who dragged him off. The Chicago police dropped that ball yeah, that's yeah. a lawsuit because they weren't responsible with this passenger they this is a 69 year old Asian man honestly you could carry him you yeah. could carry him right you could have carried him off the flight uh, whatever it was I think the problem was that the fact that United A overbooked the flight which happens on every airline mm-hmm. let's be honest especially but Spirit it's, well, Spirit's <laughs> it's police on Spirit Spirit, Spirit has 14 uh, patio seats in the thing on this cabin Spirit is the greyhound <laughs> of the air like when you get on Spirit it's like you trying to go from LA to New York you stop in Minnesota Chicago yeah. Atlanta your mama's crib like hey mom <laughs> <laughs> you before you for everything yeah, oh my gosh Spirit is the worst airline mm-hmm. but it says we are the worst airline yeah you are and, and even though it's really not that Inexpensive, it really isn't. When all this, when you add it all in, like, oh yeah, we have a breathing fee. If you want to breathe on this flight, uh, (laughs) you pay for for gas. You literally, you pay for their gas. Why are we filling? Why are we stopping at the gas station to fill? Like, can everyone chip in? This isn't the first time United has had a problem, right? And and it also is coming amidst other controversies. And let's stick to the airline controversy. Mm -hmm. Delta had a huge controversy because their computer got shut down. A lot of weather delays and also uh, flight delays made for an immense amount of cancellations but everyone was reimbursed and you know what delta they never they they're never um they never run out of those biscoff cookies like i really appreciate that <laughs> that's a good thing those, that's are, a thing. those are fantastic those little ginger snap jump offs oh my god they're delicious i fly, I fly delta for those they're sometimes. delicious yeah. you know United. i love to steal their blanket <laughs> delta got like, some warm blankets so nice yeah. allegedly allegedly, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> okay, i see a few homeless people like i know he doesn't fly <laughs> they should be complimentary but with Delta, they paid everyone, uh, and they compensated everyone. With United, here mm-hmm. was the problem. United was doing their basic, but this is a PR, PR nightmare mm-hmm. for United. Their stock has gone down, especially in China. There's an outrage because of the passenger. In China, people are refusing to fly United, which I actually appreciate the fact that they've come of together course. as a community yeah. and have made a decision because I wish the black community did that we, way more often. We tried that once. We weren't supposed to drink anything Coca-Cola related. 
Yeah, and if someone had a cookout. When, whenever <laughs> we're going to talk we about sockets, I'd love for you to bring that up because yeah, that's actually a great point. When we were trying to make an impact to show how strong the black dollar is, we picked several companies, and it was not just Coca-Cola. It was a few different companies that we were not supposed to support. And that lasted four <laughs> Minutes, <laughs> like yeah. not even four minutes. You were the so the ice showed up at that cookout. That's what it was. Exactly. It's like uh, Fanta. No. Yeah, we got. Uh, nah, <laughs> just, just get the Coke and Sprite. Yeah, sprite. Just get that yeah, Sprite. Exactly. It was the Hennessy. That's yeah. what got us. That's what it is. Coke and <laughs> Hennessy. Well, they tricked us because a lot of black people probably didn't know that Sprite is a Coke product. They're like, "What? Y'all didn't tell us. You said say banned Sprite. We don't give a damn about Coke. Just and tell us the." That's the thing about it. We're, we don't read. Sorry, we don't read enough. Mm. We don't read enough. The black in the black community. Yes. E- even in that That's Kanye lyric when he's like, "We have the highest g- population of graduating like females. No, like, no, black no. females graduate college at a much higher percentage than every other race." So. What I mean when I say we don't read enough, I'm saying like we don't read enough of the small print in certain situations. Like in his example of saying, "Oh, I'm going to drink Sprite instead of Coke." That's a silly example, but that is a very legit example of how. Let me correct that statistic. That also produce and direct their marketing directly toward the black community. Yeah, definitely. And then keep mm. their prices like in stock near black communities. So, and the same with the cigarettes too. Like, I just think you know it's hard to blame the black community for buying things that are directly marketed toward them and then kept in stock near them and then kept at prices that easily they can accessible. Yeah. It no, it's sense. easy to blame the black community because we can only be responsible for our actions, not for the actions of others. Just because crack is close to me doesn't mean I have to become a crackhead. So, no, I disagree with that. But we've that, seen that when that, that lack drug of is responsibility to is any the community, there, there's uh, the direct reaction, except that we got mass incarceration and everybody else got nice articles about how we should help people and out. And here's the thing about that: but we can make that de- decision, and that's not actually two things that you just said are not true because they were it was introduced in the Jewish community actually push it out it's not like they're not in New York as well near these black communities and there's not a high incident of Jewish uh, drug addiction and number two when you said the highest percentage of graduating females in the country is by percentage so actually the highest percentage happens to be Persian and that's why I know this fact and also it's by percentage so percentage wise because there's a smaller population of black population more female black students are graduating and that's why. So when we say all this stuff, it doesn't mean that, oh, well, we, ha- we are educating. No. In the black community, we're not educating one another. So that's a big problem. We're not going in there having programs talking about credit. We're not having conversations about uh, buying power. We're not having conversations about drug use. We're not doing those things. I feel like that's all we talk about. That's not true. All we talk about is what? When do we talk about credit? I know I didn't talk about credit. When when do you talk about credit? Because in private schools, they do. Sure. They do? I don't know. I just feel like if our... Like, we don't run our school systems either. Like, black people, for the most part, even if we are involved in higher education, don't tend to be involved in, like, lower grammar school education. So we're not creating and we could the be. kinds of programs that it are... It depends, because where I'm from, we are. We are our entire school we're system. We're in D.C. In Prince George's County, we, we, we are in every level in charge of everything. I think at the end of the day, it's, like, gener- generational. Like, if you weren't taught the right way, it's hard to teach another person the right way. And we so, have to start. We do need to start back in the elementary schools. And I completely agree. And when it comes to something like this, our dollar is a vote. Whenever you pay for something, you're voting for something. Everyone was so concerned about the presidential election. What you should be concerned about is the elections that you make every single day. So when you want Oscar, when when the concept is Oscars is so white, that's because we're not going to watch black movies. So we can do that. I actually enjoy Rel Battle has a joke where he talks about uh, how he goes and pays for the black movie and then goes sees the white <laughs> movie. Yeah, you know that yeah, dollar yeah, is gonna, it's funny, yeah. but it's it's socially conscious, and that's one of the things that I appreciate. For example, about your humor because it is socially conscious mm-hmm. like that. So, but to, to piggyback on that, that is why what what um, 
Get Out did was so amazing because it did show the power of supporting a black film and what it could do. I agree. And, and that's the amount of black people that paid to see Get Out. Imagine <laughs> the ones that didn't pay. That that, yeah, but Get yeah. Out didn't have succeeded at that level with just a black audience. Get Out right. had a huge white audience coming yeah. to see it. it. Yeah. And a lot of mixed couples. Of course there were white audience because the white guys were taking the yeah. white girls like, see, they don't want to date you. <laughs> like I took all of my boyfriends. I was like, I just want you guys to see. This is why y'all need to be messing with the white bitches. Yeah, my, my girl after was like, see, see, aren't you glad my parents are more accepting of you? I was like, well, you're Mexican. If anyone, you're going to be the get out one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you the minority. Funny. No, I'm playing, y'all. But when it comes to United <laughs> Airlines, what this is is a PR nightmare. And it's not good for business. United Airlines made a billion dollars in profit last year. Wow. They could have used a little money and figured out how to fix this situation. Mm -hmm. And they have no problems canceling flights. Trust me, I know. So they should have just canceled the The flight flight, from Louisville to wherever it was going and just took the L. Because now this is where their stocks went down. And that apology was a big half-ass apology. It wasn't an apology. It wasn't. It was not an apology. It really, it was, the, it was him saying, this is completely this guy's fault. I'm just sorry this happened. He yeah. used the phrasing, uh, refuse to volunteer, which is not how words work. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Is that even legal? It is legal. It is. Yes. I didn't know that. It, of course, and, it, and as you the say, plane? the fine print in the so fine it makes print, someone get off of the plane. It is legal. In the fine print of your ticket when you purchase it, it says that if the flight is overbooked, even if you paid for your ticket, they can reject you off wow. the plane um, with compensation unless you're a first class or a priority flyer. Like if you have their like oh, if you have time money, out card or good. something. Exactly, you're totally fine. Um, but if you just buy the ticket, just because you need <laughs> so to get if somewhere. S- if you sit in uh, in thirty uh, eight G by the bathroom. <laughs> You're short. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you real, I'm glad this happened because guess what? I bet you that fine print doesn't come into play for other airlines that much because of what happened. See, unfortunately, the only time that in human history we learn is from tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Or at least we should. I feel like the other airlines are going to capitalize off this. Like someone like Virgin that's very progressive, you know, like that airline needs to like, I, I'm sure they're like, okay, don't worry, we'll never drag you off that plane. If anything, <laughs> yes. we're going to drag you into first class and give you a better experience. Yeah, Virgin, Best commercial Virgin, ever. They're going to have a song and dance with it. We upgrade you. Like it's That was before they got bought by Alaska. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Alaska Airlines. Yeah. So it's we'll okay. see I what happens Alaska. with United. Um, you get an Eskimo kiss and a This song wasn't and the dance. only PR nightmare that happened. Actually, we all, okay, so we all saw this video. It actually broke a day after our show last week, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. The Pepsi commercial that offended the entire world was pulled by (laughs) Pepsi a day after its release. The commercial which depicts a seemingly global array array of protests uniting also showed Instagram sensation and Kardashian kid Kendall Jenner march through the protests and give the protest police officer a Pepsi, making the officer smile on the world a good place again. Most people saw it as white privilege and a mockery of social issues, and that's how the Kardashians once again broke the internet. <laughs> so we've seen now. This is the, the only people who were happy about United Airlines was Pepsi. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> like Please. remember the time woo, where no matter what happened bad in the world, Bill Clinton was happy or Cosby was happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same, same thing. thing. Y'all see, us and tweeted Pepsi this morning and said we didn't forget about you. <laughs> Hilarious! How about the L that for the guy that's got like like is on United drinking a Pepsi? You know what I mean? Like that's just, there's some. Have you some seen the video? Have you seen the commercial? Has yeah. everyone seen the commercial? Because yes. I was gonna have us have them play it. If you let's if just people, play. Oh, yeah, let's, let's play, play, play a little bit of the commercial. Let's play a little of the commercial. I thought song. the song was amazing. I thought song. yo. I can't hear it. <laughs> got the Asian guy sweating playing a violin. That was some crazy violin. <laughs> yeah, it was, but I wish the world was more like this. Boo. 
generic signs that mean nothing. Yeah. <laughs> because it's every protest. But here's the thing. It's a commercial. This isn't a documentary on protests. It's not it's a commercial. About, okay, but you're not saying anything. You could, you're like, oh, we see that there are a lot of protests happening. Sure. Uh, here's people marching in the street. You guys like multiculturalism? Great. Listen Asians to the, play instruments, right? Listen to listen. the music. It's We Are The Movement. These are all who, based on Who are you things. talking to? The song, the We Are The Movement, The Future Generation. This is attracting a I younger... I prefer they go back to the Spice Girls Generation X and just let us all live. Like... <laughs> Oh gosh, she's I don't mad. understand that. She's why I've she's never frustrated. Seen the extended version she doesn't have a perfect show. photo, this guys. This is it. Uh, she doesn't have the perfect photo. Got it. Kylie Jenner's gonna fix it though. Don't worry. Thank God for Ky- for Kendall <laughs> right? Jenner. You know, is it Kendall or Kylie? Yeah, it's it's Kendall. Kendall. I don't know the difference. I don't know if it matters too much in this. It does. They're different people. One is Barely. real. They're both real human <laughs> beings. And, and before we get into that, let's also remember that they're 21 and 19. Oh, black people shucking and people. jiving. Oh, Amazing. All right. I'm Just. supposed to remember that. <laughs> Got the Asian dude sweating on a violin. The black's doing some coon. It's, it's great. Coon footwork. See, it and here's my, here's my problem is everybody loves critiquing every little thing. Like, you but guys you watching have the never material made a commercial. But oh, I like, she throws her wig at a black chick. I just oh. Well, I took my wig off and wiped my like. Not now now I can relate to the people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so conscious of what's going on so now, basically, guys. So, I'm woke. So basically, there's nothing she can do to make anyone happy. Oh no, not the. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, in Tehran. this commercial. Yeah, I am the, that girl can go live her life. She's been living her best life. No shade to her. Everybody like somebody said, that. somebody pitched this. Okay, Kendall, and then you're gonna remove your wig, sure. Wipe your lipstick off and be woke, sure. Like that's that was someone's pitch. She went and got her check. I'm not mad I at think her at big, all for being bigger, involved in the commercial. I think the bigger issue for me is like, like she's the one that comes and saves the day. Okay, like there's so many other people that are more I have more me, Instagram more followers. No, that, see, that's listen, the only that's reason they used her. Say. But that's the only reason but they that's used the her. Problem that I have, I don't have a pro- like. Why not choose someone that is actually active in that in the community of like helping and, and because and that's like saying I think it's why a don't stupid commercial, wh- why do you have someone who's why don't you have a better actor in that movie use- because they're not as famous like the concept is the the concept of a commercial is to grab attention Kendall Jenner is one of the tastemakers of the of the younger generation whether you like it or not okay. it's like having little Yachty on a Sprite commercial he does not play a sport I understand so, why you would ask citizens to step up but not like corporations like if you're asking citizens on a plane to like stop police and take action into their own hands then sure. I don't think it's a stretch to ask a company to like do some research on the topic that you're advertising about like but, but what did they do here's my thing this generation that's going on now, that Twitter generation, where all those trigger fingers turn into Twitter fingers, they love complaining about everything. So Pepsi is damned so if they do an and damned man. if no, they no, don't. No, no, I think they bullshit. could have safeguarded themselves. SNL did a fantastic sketch about it over over the past weekend, and it literally was was mocking this this uh, Pepsi commercial. But it shows the director, like him, feeling so excited, like yeah, this is gonna be my first commercial. It was all my idea. I get to finally shine. And then he's like, you know what? Let me call my wife and tell her about it. Hey, honey, I'm on set. Yeah, so this is. I'm gonna do in the commercial. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, so, so, so don't do that. Okay. Okay. Let, let me call my friend because you don't know what you're talking about. He ends up calling like, all these friends. He ends up the last person he calls. He calls. Hi, my African American neighbor. So I have this one. It's, it's gonna be a Black Lives Matter thing. Uh huh. Don't even touch it. But it's don't not touch a, any part. Of but it. it's not a Black Lives Matter thing. So the reenactment is this. But the reenactment is this. It really isn't. It's, it's not. It's a reenactment of a 1960s scene where a hippie girl gives the police protester a flower. 
It's a reenactment of that. She, she simply gives them a Pepsi. Right. So we but you can't deny the context so, of what's going on in okay, society. So do you did you get this offended when Mentos had a commercial where the guy does a bunch of illegal stuff, robs <laughs> a bank, gets pulled over and shows the Mentos and the cop lets him drive away? If, if no, it, you didn't go. Why didn't they beat him and shoot him like they would any well, black that's person? Also, that's, that's also because the those things right now are not relevant. What is what that is supposed to represent is re- relevant. It's insensitive to what's going on in so society. How, how is it insensitive? Because they because showed it. Because as a consumer, if you're going look. As a consumer who is, like, excited about the Black Lives Matter movement, if you're going to then advertise using those statements, or even you can refer to the Women's March, or or any of the other, like, various marches that's happening, if you're going to take part in that and say, play on my emotions or my connection to that thing, but then have zero knowledge about it, and then have zero representation of it, like, then what are you doing? You're not advertising to me. That's your whole purpose. You're trying to trick me into buying your product. That's all an advertisement is. It's like, see, we're with you, but you're not with me, you're just looking for my dollar, which is cool, that's how advertising works, Mm -hmm. but don't come at me with a topic that you you're supposed to, you know, uh, excite me about, but you don't know anything about it. Imagine Skittles thing. did a Trayvon Martin commercial where oh, everyone's God. wearing that hoods. But they wouldn't. Like, they wouldn't. That, hold but on. See, but see, they do. They are the aware. They just, they just weren't hold sensitive on. with this. That's not the concept. Hold on one second. That's not what the concept is. If Trayvon Martin, if, if Skittles did a commercial where it's like, we are Trayvon, if it wasn't Kendall Jenner right now, if this was Yar Shahidi or someone of that nature and stature, we would have had a very different conversation about this commercial. It's because of so much hate for the Kardashians, which is uh, irresponsible no, I don't, I don't, I don't hate. I don't think it's the hate for the Kardashians, and I think that that's just... So if this was Lupita Nyong'o, me, we'd have a different it. conversation. I don't think it's the hate for the Kardashians. I think that's judgmental to think that. I think it's more so the fact that there's nothing in there that that makes me feel like they even connect to this. Like it's not just the Kardashians. It really could have been anyone that is of that that world where Beyonce it's like, you're not standing me. there fighting for us. You don't you don't protest for us. You don't vote for us. Like, Pepsi, you just said right? Yara Shahidi would if they had picked her, it would have been great because Yara Shahidi actually fought in the women's <laughs> march. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, she, and she's great. She fought in the women's march. Like she's it's because they don't the Black stand Lives for Matter. Anything. But the first time you are standing for something, it's to get a dollar for Pepsi. So it's it's just different. It's a different connect. If Karen Civil would have done that commercial. Or Yara or anyone like that, I'm pretty sure the, the take would but have been different. But that's what I'm saying. So we're saying, but not because not, they're the Kardashians. Hey, we hate this commercial. There's two things. Hey, it's either we hate this commercial or we hate the person in the commercial. So if someone else had done this exact same commercial, we would have been fine with it. It's the choice of Kendall Jenner. I really wonder if. <laughs> someone else would have done the commercial though. I, feel I like wonder if, if they would have gone to Yara and you know how close Yo, with the check they gave her, I'd have done the commercial. I'd have kicked my mom <laughs> in the face. And they're like, <laughs> we are the women. We are the love. Like, yo. Because you know how her mother is like so there for all yeah. of this. I wonder if they would have done it or if they would have said, hey, this is coming across as insensitive. Because you know, Martin Luther King's daughter ended up tweeting like. Sure, but Martin Luther King's daughter also has a, has her own personal agenda which is she wanted to, she wants. Well, say what she she wants the, it, the we king. Didn't, we cut it off. Oh, you didn't know what she tweeted? No, no, no. I did, but oh, I want to make sure like it's known. Like I, w- like had, I wish my father had. I wish my father could have had a Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi could have had a yeah, yeah. Pepsi. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. But yeah. she's also the head of her father's foundation, and it got a lot of attention because of it. It's yeah. something that it was not getting for a long time. People don't realize. Number one, the people who benefit the most from Pepsi's <clears throat> downfall in this is Coca Cola, who also probably, okay, probably. The, the word on the street is also paid for a lot of this to get out. That's what happens. United Airlines did the same thing with Dr. Dow when they started releasing criminal information about him and convictions in 2005. Where did that information come from? That's how it always happens. That's how it works. People have to realize that there are billions of dollars at stakes here. There's money. This isn't about... 
this isn't about a simple commercial. This yeah. is about someone seeing an opportunity and exploiting it. There were bloggers probably paid to make you think something that you need to think. I remember people are saying, oh my God, this is atrocious. No, videos of kids dying in Syria, that's atrocious. That's atrocious. What's going on in Rwanda today? That's atrocious. On a scale of one to ten, this is a this two. Is not atrocious. If you don't like it, don't mm. don't watch the channel. Or right, but the outrage. This is outrageous. We sent forty two missiles to Syria, and this is right. outrageous. Well, it's the distraction too. I mean, let's be honest. It this is, is a distraction. This, this, all this, all, this is all distractions. I mean, it's it's getting it's getting us talking. It's, I mean, hell, we're on BHL right now talking about this. When like you said, there's more pertinent issues at stake right now. You know, the very but you know they want us to be so caught up talking about this and waiting on apologies and then day to day checking to see oh what did United do today? What did United do? No, what did America do today? Sure, you know what I mean. One hundred percent. What happened in Syria today? What happened? What in, happened? In, what's what, going what on in Chechnya right are, now? In Chechnya right yeah. now, they are basically. Capturing and torturing members of the LGBT community as we speak. And no one's talking about it. Where's the outrage? Oh, they didn't make a Kendall Jenner commercial. Oh, 42 bombs in Syria. But you know what's really outrageous? Pepsi. Do we know that Pepsi is one... um, One of 27 Fortune 500 companies with a minority CEO. One of four minority women CEOs. There's 42% minorities on their executive board. They've donated five times more money to the minority companies than companies like Coca-Cola and Nike combined, and yet we're sitting there criticizing one commercial that they made, not realizing that they're actually the ones who are in the community giving back. When Mm Coca-Cola, the path of Coca-Cola and Pepsi was, Sprite didn't come out till later. Coca-Cola was like, we don't want black people to drink our product. And Pepsi was like, well, we're going to go after the black community. Now, by the way, both of these uh, companies give black people diabetes, so, so really, <laughs> they're both killing us slowly. But whatever <laughs> the point is, because you go sparkling water, that's the way to go. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of niggas walking around with no leg. Talking about, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not drinking Pepsi no more. It's yeah. too late, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Mean, it's too late. Too late. Clearly, their intentions. You know, we know that they didn't have bad intentions. But that's For what people are making the commercial it look like. In general, they what it, it was just illy. It was not a tone deaf. It, it was, was a it was tone deaf, deaf commercial. Well, and had you had some other people in the room who maybe could have told you about yourselves, you could have like, <laughs> sidestepped this Tone mistake. deaf is a lovely word that a lot of people on Twitter started using it once one person used it. I love it. Though. Is tone deaf not a common phrase? Tone that applies deaf, to the situation. What, what other commercial is tone deaf? Oh, a lot of them. Isn't like, what is a tone, tone deaf, deaf commercial? When did you use that? That's kind of like when well, someone started the word turn and then now everyone says turn. That's uh, how like, language works, Teron. What are you talking no, about? No, it's not. That's it how, actually is. That's, that's, how, how, that's how group think works. Right. This isn't a word a like flower. This isn't a word oh, that describes boy. one thing. This is a this is a concept where what someone told you this is a tone deaf commercial. Everyone's like, oh yeah, that is a tone deaf commercial. How is it tone deaf? That song is amazing. Well, I think there's a there's a <laughs> What makes, makes it tone deaf? What tone, makes it tone, tone deaf, deaf is, the, is the idea buzzword. that writing peace on a sign and then handing a Pepsi to an officer solves jack shit. It doesn't. It's a stupid commercial. So, it does not make sense. So you to, use to that term to- for another commercial? To call, to- to call it In tone deaf? In the past, yes, just- probably. Can I no, think of one? never. Oh, no like, one had used it the same way no one used no one used the turn on fleek and then when someone did all of a sudden everything became on fleek oh, I right, hated it I hated it on fleek. I but hate this, is this is a trend different. hating no, this commercial sir. has become a trend 
There's been not enough people. Pe it started out like this. It didn't start. I saw the commercial, then I hated it. It's I was told to hate the commercial, and, and then, then I watched it. it. I think that this is your perception of the world, and that's totally fine. not at For all. Those of us who legitimately you like, saw this commercial on Twitter, you saw interact. the commercial before you hated it. I watched the commercial and then made a decision. Like right, I do you watched the things. commercial before someone told you to hate the commercial. Nobody told me to hate anything. Because they you? said, "Hey, have you seen this commercial?" Literally, it dropped it in my inbox. Have you seen the commercial? Mm. No, I haven't, kids. Let's take a look. Wow, that's pretty stupid. Whole cycle. I had not ever heard the word tone deaf. I'll be very honest. Thank so. you. Never heard the word when, tone I'm deaf. I'm so sorry. Not no, in relation I'm to sorry. a commercial. I have not. I have not, especially in a relationship to commercial. So when Thank I watched you. it, I was watching it trying. She's to, telling you what she thinks. I know. Listen you? to her. You're giving her the the eye. I, right? I am one of those <laughs> black women eye. that graduated from college. <laughs> Thank you. A <laughs> very good sex. college. Uh, I did. Hanson. Yeah, there hey. you go. A okay. black college. So I, right, I, right. I didn't know what it meant so she's when, black. when they said tone deaf. Mm -hmm. And so I watched it to understand what that meant. Not mm. to understand what the commercial was about. So I watched it and I'm to be honest when I first watched it I was just like I don't get it. How is it tone deaf? So then I started yeah, <laughs> I kept looking and then that's uh, when the Martin Luther King tweet came up yeah. and I was just like oh they're basically saying that Pepsi is trying to say that with the Pepsi all the world's problems are solved. Okay I get it. So I understand what you're saying. Like I was fed the idea of not liking it before I even watched it but ignorantly I still didn't know what they meant I'm on the comedy <laughs> side of it I just look at it it's like it's like okay you guys are so like it's so gimmicky and cheesy like I always look at the cheese in commercials and it's one of those things like like I mean already the harmony of it like it, it is empowering and I think like to I always say to correct this commercial what would have been more effective is you never show up Pepsi Kendall Jenner can even walk up straight up to the cops to that whole the whole riot line and then it just cuts to after that you know uh, Pepsi you, uh, yeah Black we Lives are Matter the movement. Yeah. Or whatever, yes. or whatever it because says don't even, show anybody they even show no, I agree. They even That's showed two women it. having lunch drinking Pepsis. And, like, they showed Pepsi. Yeah, we knew it was Pepsi. In the commercial, we knew it was a Pepsi She gives commercial. a Pepsi to some girls. We did not have to give When you're that on the Pepsi. nose, it's, product. it's like it's like, it's like like seeing, a, like, in a movie. Like, hey, guys. Right. Hey, Tehran. Man, it's so fun being on BHL. I, I see that you're drinking Pepsi out of that mug, man. How's that tasting? You know, it's like too on the nose. But, but like you, you know, said, it was supposed subtle. to be a, a, a remake of a commercial that had already been done from the 70s where the girl gives her the flower, right? Well, some are comparing it to the, to the uh, well, what's her name, Aisha um, Evans? In New Orleans. In New yeah. Orleans, yeah, her, yes. her stand against the police. You know, I don't yeah. know you, yeah. yeah, 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 they, yeah Of definitely. course they did. And of course there's a comparisons being made. And once I'm not saying that this is a good commercial. I don't think it's a good commercial. It's obviously there's a lot of room for improvement. What I'm saying is the outrage... Mm -hmm. It has to match. It's like remember when the punishment has to has to match the crime. Yeah. This the outrage is outrageous to me. <laughs> and just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Yeah. And people are so easily offended yeah. now. Like right now, it could have done anything. Like if Kendall Jenner had done a commercial and Pepsi had like they've been spraying her like it was Cristal, everyone might have been <laughs> like, oh, we like that. Like it. It's so interesting because they tried. Yeah. So why, if I'm a company, this is the problem people don't realize in the community. Now, if I'm a company, guess what I'm doing? I'm going to stay away from socially conscious stuff because I saw what happened when it didn't work. It was worse than anything else. But, so but I'm just going to go, but again, ah, we love KKK. That's a, but, but again, you the part you're forgetting is that it's not it's the fact that she doesn't stand for it any other time. So now that it's a commercial, well, not anymore either. You know what I'm saying? And it's clearly, <laughs> not anymore. But, but, now that, but now, but now that there's a commercial, and she's clearly making a big check from this. And now you want to stand for something? It doesn't. She doesn't connect with. We don't make that connection with her. So that's the battle. It's like, oh, we don't even see. And it's not the race thing. We can get another white girl to do it that actually voices and, and, and stands up. No, but like, I would have been way more offended if it was a white girl. Like if, if, Kendall if, is if white. Jennifer, no, she, no, 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 no. She's she's half transgender. In our world? She's half transgender. <laughs> look, look. Oh, shit. She's, she's 
She's definitely in a, in a world where she exists within a minority room. Like the Kardashians themselves have slept with enough black people to give back nope. reparations. Yeah, they have. Nope. So here's my thing. Wow. We, they haven't slept with you, but look. <laughs> we, I go out more. I go out anything. more. So listen, what I'm saying is she lives in a, a culture of like... <laughs> she goes out. No, but she lives within this realm of like diversity in her household, even though it's privileged diversity, right? Mm. So they only chose her simply because she is Kendall Jenner and she is an Instagram. Of course this I am. Of course I am. You know why? Oh, because if you don't believe in freedom of speech for the people you disdain, you don't believe in freedom of you speech. You can say whatever and you I want. Honestly but Pepsi that. saw that this was a mistake and snatched that commercial off the air Of real course fast. they did because people were outraged. If they and didn't, they spoke their outrage. If they their didn't, freedom of speech meant their But it's not speech. real outrage. That's what my problem is. It's not real, Joelle. It's not real the same <sighs> way that no one cares about ALS but when there was an ice bucket challenge, all of a sudden everybody thought they were a freaking doctor. Some people didn't even know it's about ALS. Why are we doing this that's, that's what my problem is. Sometimes you have to do these things to be able to that's get people's attention. attention that would get never... real attention. Did but they find Coney? Is Coney caught? Oh, oh no, he's still free. But remember, in Coney 2012, and Brandon might remember this, I put a Facebook status and was like, you guys act like you care. You don't. People attack me, and then a week later, no one even remembered. They didn't even know what Coney meant. Yeah. What, what, is a, like you're right. what does ALS oh, stand for? You're right. What does ALS stand for? I don't know. It's like Lou Gehrig's disease, right? Oh, that's not what A, L, or S stands for. I don't know what it stands that's for, what that's what my not thing my is. point. My point so is you didn't actually learn about stupid. it. stupid. It doesn't matter. They don't need to learn about it. They made a giant dent in helping, like, cure ALS. Well, how do you people. know? Well, how, how much of a dent? Uh, I want to say they raised... What did they do? Close, they raised sure. money by raising... What by did they do? Give me... Listen, <laughs> if I have AIDS, give me $100 million, I still got AIDS. Unless <laughs> you're Magic Johnson. To, and then, I, I don't know, ALS, man. $100 million the money went to ALS <laughs> That's research. He might have, have a little cough. The money sure. went to ALS and research it should. and made long strides in curing the disease. It should. And if you people actually cared, article, they would came still out be getting money. A year later as a recap of the challenge to see what happened and if anything did change. Sure. And it did help. So it doesn't matter if they learned about it. And where's that help today? Care about it today. You cannot care about more outraged about what's time. going on with Alston. What happened to those police officers? What happened to the young lady that was that was changing black kids' tests and only got three years after putting 40 black kids behind bars for years? Yes. She only got three years and a year of probation. That's something we should be outraged against. That's what I'm saying. We should realize the repercussions. What happens now? Other big companies will not... Be socially conscious. They're not going to any. They're not going to participate any longer because they're going to be afraid. Well, if we lend our name, this is too controversial. Let's go back to Bill O'Reilly because guess what? Those people don't complain. I mean, that's fine. You can go back to Bill O'Reilly. Like it doesn't will. really matter. It doesn't really matter. Long shots. I think what people are trying to do is just have a conversation about the visual images projected to us. You know, a lot of black women on Twitter were upset. They're like, "Black women lead this movement." About like I want to say six out of t- like, every ten members is a black woman. It would be really nice if you know any kind of visibility, just just in the picture, just looking around. I but think what about no visibility? What if we don't have this commercial at all? Is it better? Because now we're no longer going to have these commercials. I don't think that when you rock the boat and say like, oh, you rocked the boat, you told them that they did wrong and now they don't want to help you. Screw them, then they didn't want to help us in the first place. What they wanted was our money. And now that doesn't make us anything. Sure, but Pepsi also contributes a lot of money to... But again, this commercial didn't do anything. Like, it really did not do anything. It's a commercial. Exactly. It's a commercial. And then not only that... 
None of like what are they? Pro- we don't know what they're protesting. This is what everything. they did. They were they, literally what protesting they, what they, everything. No, but it matters they because they, we didn't. Everything. It wasn't anything specific that Pepsi was standing for. It was so generic. It was, that it was, was no, there's it no was, call to action. It was a generic no, idea. But it's not a call to action. The call to action was buy Pepsi. It, it could a, be though. It was a generic idea, and this is why when I looked up to or when I was thinking about what does tone deaf mean in this situation, it's the tone of the country. Sure. So right now the tone of the country is protesting for things that matter. Sure. There's, they're not standing for anything and they know that. So the, what they did was they took the tone of the country and they created a commercial out of it. Fighting for carbonation. Th- this commercial doesn't mean shit. It, didn't, it doesn't stand for anything. I don't I feel agree. represented. I agree. And I, I don't that. care if they have it or not. Like, because Pepsi makes a black dollar frequently, my guess is that we'll start seeing them show up at different places like here, have a free Pepsi. Um, like, so sorry. Pepsi for you, sir. And they'll be back. Like, it'll, take, it'll be a short loop before they're like, I'm we not, just got to correct. Well, I'm not worried about Pepsi's money at all. <laughs> I'm not worried. What I'm, this, is, this is what I'm annoyed about. I'm annoyed at the manufactured outrage. If people were truly outraged, I wish they just directed that energy in appropriate ways. So when you're outraged, when I saw Black Lives Matter movements, I was so proud because that's a correct. When they were peaceful. Mm-hmm. Those are correct ways to manifest your outrage, to actually care about something. What I don't like is when two weeks later it doesn't become, it's no longer trendy or cool to do it, and then people stop. Mm-hmm. That's what my point That's is. How my point isn't that this is a great commercial. Is. Clearly, the commercial's crazy. Wild. Like, they should have thought a million, someone, all those all those black people that Kim fucked should have came on <laughs> and was like, no, nigga, no. Like, yeah. someone. Kanye should have came. No, Kanye not Tri- the right one. Tristan. <laughs> Which one? Kanye not the right Kanye, one. Kanye, Tristan, but Ray J knew better. Oh, Ray <laughs> J. Ray J would have been like, nah, nah, y'all, y'all can't do that, Tiger, man. Tiger. Tiger. Oh, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger knew better. What else? Who else? Somebody. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Lamar, Lamar Odom, Odom, even yeah. on crack, knew better. Lamar on crack looked at this and was like, Chris Humphreys would have been like, yeah. Somebody should have said no. Somebody what I'm saying is, I'm not upset at that. I'm upset at the intensity of the outrage that people are making this sound like this is a lynching. No, be mad because there are still real lynchings going on. Let's focus on those. It's Pepsi if today. This was real, something else tomorrow. Real, exactly. And I hate Literally how people united, just critique I mean. just to critique. Mm-hmm. They love being critical. Everybody has a voice. Every But no one says positive things. Everyone's on something. Even Be Humble by Kendrick Lamar got shit. Be hum- Kendrick Lamar. What? I love be that humble. video. Girls were like, "Oh no, this is he's telling girls what to do. It's misogynistic." Oh I'm my serious. gosh! That's I true. think the critique was just that. Look, here's the frustration as I've heard it, which is this: when when a male society sets a standard of visibility for women, mm-hmm. then it's upsetting to be like, "Oh, ignore that entire standard and just be yourself." Well, fool, we got a lot of mixed messages coming yeah. at us, and it didn't really. So it's the better if idea. we just say, "You know what, Rick Ross is right," because no one's protesting. It. See what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think being in a rage about try, it is silly. It's like, are I, you? I, we're uh, trying, and it's not how you want us to try. Like, yo. And black people get mad at white people for saying this to us. Well, then everyone's going to be like, why? I'm trying. I'm trying. I am trying to be a better person. And I'm getting hit in the face. So guess what? It's, uh, I might as well have. If you're too Keisha pussy Cole, to right, take hey, you well didn't have. hit it right the first time, and you're not willing to try again, then you should walk out the door. Kendrick like, Lamar, really did you hear Be Humble? 
Nigga, I love Be Humble. It's be great. Humble made me want to transition. I was like, maybe he's right. I want to. I want to be natural too. Like, Be but Humble you know what? is about empowering that, and amazing. About that video on a personal level. So yesterday, I was talking to some people and I was talking about makeup, and I'm mm. just like, yeah, I don't want to leave the house without makeup on. Now, I don't really wear a lot of makeup in general. You know what I mean? But I just feel like I, I love like, when beautiful girls say shit like that. Like, I don't. Of course, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it's so. like when when uh, what's her name? Swiss Beats girl. Oh, Alicia uh, Keys. Alicia, Alicia's like, I don't wear makeup. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. Alicia Big Keys. Loss, right? <laughs> you know what I'm loss, yeah. It's not like Roseanne Barr, like, I don't wear, <laughs> so, I don't wear makeup either. Like, like, we're proud of you, Roseanne. Do so, your thing. <laughs> but, but the battle is, like, and I, was, I wasn't saying that I have to have it, but I'm like, I don't leave without having some makeup on my face. And, like, the guys at the table were just like, no, you know, I just like it when a girl can wear her hair in a tight bun and some lip gloss. Like, yeah, no, but that's not realistic. First of all, I'm a grown-ass woman. Like, I'm not going to walk around every day with a tight bun and some lip gloss. Yeah. Like, I want to look nice i don't think this makes me not not like confident or insecure and makeup is a part of us as women That's, hair clothes yeah. this is what makes us feel beautiful so when i look at the video i don't look at him as saying don't ever wear makeup what he's trying to remind be humble, us Kendrick Lamar's beautiful be humble, black women is that you are beautiful without the makeup all women are beautiful that's all he's trying to do he's not trying to say don't wear makeup. his girl wears makeup yeah i dropped that even though i don't mean it i, I said all women i don't mean it but i said that just in case you know what i'm saying yeah listen i'm already not allowed to sponsor anything you understand <laughs> like I'm, I'm just already cut. But you probably sponsor Black and Miles but, uh, or something. <laughs> but I, I don't even smoke. Yeah. But what I uh, do, I do understand where you're coming from. But then there's a group of women who will get mad at you, and that's what I, I, I don't understand. Is Everybody's that mad. everyone's mad? Tell them why you mad, son. <laughs> like there's a group of people <laughs> yes. who, who will go and say, well, that's not appropriate either, yeah. right? Because oh, why do women have to wear makeup? Or it's like what? It, there's a group of friends I have that are strong feminists, right? And I believe that everyone should be a feminist. You should all, we should all believe everyone's equal. Like, I honestly believe that. Yeah. It's when you start thinking once by saying uh, women are equal, you start thinking that means women are better. That's not fair. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone should be equal. That's actually why I have a problem when people are like Black Lives Matter. You know why a lot of people have a problem with black love? It's because to a lot of white people, black love means white hate because that's what white love means. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that's what happens when a lot of guys hear feminists. They're like, oh, well. That means you're anti-man. Exactly. Because that's what they, they secretly are. Right? Mm -hmm. But then there's a group of feminists. And I have a friend. She gets mad at my other friend who happens to be a stripper. And she wants to be. So, like, she likes that life. She wants. And I'm like, well, isn't that what being a feminist is? Is like. Being in your Like, so you're saying. That I can do whatever should, I want to I do. I want to yeah. do because it's my decision. It's not like she's getting hit around and then doing this for some dude who's like, where's my money? Yeah. No, she likes, she loves the business aspect of it. She wants to succeed in it. It's like what she really wants to do. Like, she probably her? pulls rent in a night. Like, why wouldn't you enjoy yeah. that? Pulls rent her, in a night? Yo, lifestyle. you don't even want to talk what's about her name? <laughs> what's, what's her name? <laughs> yeah. uh, her name is Harley Dean. Harley Dean. Okay. Harley Dean. You can, Harley you can find her. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, that's the thing. It's just interesting when these things happen. So it's, it, it, a lot of companies are getting it wrong. I'm always impressed when a company gets it right. That's why I'm such a fan of Blue Apron. If you guys don't know about Blue Apron, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ing ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, right? And this is a Joel. Joel's like, 
a blue apron lover. <laughs> it's really sweet. It's cheap. It's inexpensive. Uh, it comes right to your door. It has amazing like menus with full recipes that you can use uh, pretty much anytime you want. So if you're in a hurry, they have like it's timed at the bottom. So if you only have 20 minutes, you can know if you have enough time to prepare that meal, which is helpful. You can cook it with your friends, and there's always enough for leftovers, which is really nice. We I don't, don't eat. I, I don't le- eat leftovers, which is why I like Blue Apron because uh, they do <laughs> deliver it. And, and Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, even someone like me that's not a cook whatsoever and it makes it so easy and Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs so what we do is we end up cooking and having a good time and talking around making this food and I'm sitting there watching everyone else cook while I act like I'm cooking <laughs> so I need everyone else to pick up the slack for me but it's it's amazing and it's, it's a great way especially when you're out living uh, it's in a lifestyle where LA you're not, life. you know, exactly <laughs> LA life where in you don't have excessive. You're you're in the streets, and it's a good way to stay healthy <laughs> and sustain yeah. a healthy and maintain I a healthy lifestyle. There's a lot so really of uh, picky it. eaters in uh, LA, and there's a lot of variety. You can choose from a variety of new recipes each week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not Ooh. repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. You can, it is amazing. They don't repeat any recipe. They not for not. a whole year. Damn. For a year. 365 days, I can have a different item every single day. And you 100%. can keep the menu, so if you like the like, recipe, you can go out and buy the stuff and make it yourself. Wow. So I get like Mexican Monday, uh, like, like Taiwanese on Tuesday. I mean, they have different... Wakandanese on Wednesday. They have a partnership. <laughs> where I'm going, right? You they have like a partnership that. with 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. And as a result, seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch, which is amazing. And, so does it, and very does it environmental come fresh? friendly. Yes, it does. Oh, Beef, wow. chicken, and pork. You know, we from uh, Maryland, from so I'm always looking for some crabs. Animals. <laughs> so, a pr- produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. It's like it's good for the environment. It's good for your body. It's mm. good for the health. It's good for the world. And that's why when I said like I love when companies get it right, clearly Blue Apron has got it right, yeah. and that's for sure. Yeah, that's none of their meals take over 40 minutes to prepare, which is really awesome. Uh, and it's guaranteed freshness. They promise that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook, or they'll make it right. If you guys are interested in getting Blue Apron, you can check out this week's yes. menu and get your first three meals for free. Free! What? Come on. Guys, hey, double right points, now. free right shipping. That's right. Chasameach, everyone, <laughs> to all my Jews. We're getting it for free. Yeah, you I'm can check it out by going right to blueapron.com. Again, that's blueapron.com slash stand. And you will love how good it feels and taste to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. BlueApron.com slash stand. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And I love it. I um, love this. this. is like my favorite time of year right now because it's like you're co- we're coming off Persian New Year's, going into Passover, and it's like I'm just, I just feel like I love. Like I'm going off Black History Month into Persian New Year, starting <laughs> the Passover, and it's like Tehran Central. It's like yeah, my right. birthday. Black you're History booked. Month. You got, you got so exactly. many bookings. It's here. amazing. You're um, around. Upcoming yeah. meals include spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salada. So Sweet good. and sour salmon salmon with bok choy, carrot, and ginger fried rice. Yes. Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy, creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. Mm. Baby broccoli and fontina paninis with hard-boiled egg and arugula salad. Oh, that's that's really nice freaking the, amazing. That's just health conscious people, yeah. yeah. That sounds so So fun. know that. Um, it's What's amazing. the most soul food thing they make, yo? I want to know. I want to get that They did real. have gumbo in there a few oh, months ago. Yes, that's what they I know want. what's up. They know what's up. Mm. That, like I said, they're getting it right. They're okay. getting it right. Nice. Um, the third story we need to talk about is actually tragedy, and it's, it's a horrible story to talk about. Tragedy struck the town of San Bernardino yet again in the form of gun violence when three people died and one student was injured in an apparent murder-suicide over San Bernardino 
school teacher. Cedric Anderson, 53, was identified as the shooter upon what? entering North Park Elementary classroom without saying a word and shooting his wife, teacher Karen Elaine Smith, and subsequently two special education students who were standing beside her. One student died from injuries and the other sustained non-life-threatening injuries before Anderson turned the gun on himself and took his own life. Fifteen special ed students and two teacher aides were also in the classroom at the time. So our hearts and prayers go out to all the students victimized, and that's not just the people who were victims of the shooting, but everyone of that school in that neighborhood and that area of San Bernardino. Uh, hearts go out to all of them. This is a tragedy, and um, it also... With that being said, I'd like to let everyone know I'm never going to San Bernardino. Like, this, this is like the third year. It's like, no, it's like every week. Yo, why? Well, and here's the other thing. This is the thing I don't like San Bernardino. Because when I heard about this at first, I was like, yo, white guy. I thought I had it on lock. Duh! White guy. First time, I was like, that guy's going to be white. But then they were like, no, brown, terrorist. I'm like, ah, oh, no, because I hate that. Because yeah. it, it, like, it's always, it reflects always on it. It's yeah. like, I'm getting screwed everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. So now I was like, oh, this guy was white. I look at his picture. Boom, black, black guy. guy. And I'm like, a nigga, no. Pastor, too. He's a pastor. Yes. 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 It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, they were married for like a year, separated for a couple of weeks, and dude just snapped. And it's terrifying. Like, it we is. were running around trying to get coworkers we knew that lived in the area, like, where do your children go to school? Like, do you need to get on the horn with anybody? It's just terrifying, and I can't understand why people think that. Like, well, I got little nieces and nephews out there, man. And it, I mean, the first the first incident terrified me, and then just to hear this again, I mean, it's scary. When you, I mean, like we we I got family that lives in San Bernardino, you know. So it's you like, have family in I San fam Bernardino. I got family in San Colton, Colton, man. Really, Colton, bro, man. Mm -hmm. Nelly's fan, man. That's, That's sad out there, Colton. So it's like you know they're they're so close to that, and, it, and it's interesting. I mean, San Bernardino is kind of it's one of those places, man. You have you have your good parts. You have your bad parts, like just like any other neighborhood. And I, I mean, I don't think that it's the right agenda for the media to make San Bernardino seem like it's a bad place because that's not the case. Anything anywhere you go in the world can be a bad place. It's these are isolated incidents. These are the people that are doing this. You know, that it's not, it has nothing to do with San Bernardino. It's the people. Now it could be, you know, maybe maybe there's something about uh, the security of these schools that we need to be looking at. Maybe the security of these these open these public places that need to be. Uh, kind I don't of, understand how a gun can make it onto a. Uh, elementary school campus. Well, no, he just walked in, he checked in, he, it's her husband. But and there should be on. something at the door that mm, reads no, like a gun? That's not, see, that sounds, okay, and this is when well, people overreact. <laughs> this is when people overreact to a tragedy. It's not like this, uh, well, San Bernardino, maybe. But this doesn't happen every week, everywhere. And so that culture of metal detectors going into schools, we have to think of three things. Number one, it's kind of like how no one likes potholes, but mm -hmm. everyone hates paying taxes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how it happens. The metal detectors and security guards cost money. Number two, it also costs a type of psychology when it comes to a kid. You walk in, uh, even when you go to a club and there's metal detectors at the club, you're a little more wary yeah, of that definitely. club. It, it brings down the class of that club, right? Well, when it comes to school, yeah, it sounds about safety, but it's also about freedom. These kids are supposed to be going to school and learning. They shouldn't have to worry about gun tragedy and right. shooting. It doesn't happen enough for it to actually be a problem, but we overreact to it because it's such a tragic occurrence. So there's like a school shooting a week, roughly, something like that, in America. Like, sure. not in certain neighborhoods. But I think it's certainly... I mean, again, a call for, like, better gun regulations in general and yeah, making definitely. sure that Possibly. people who are purchasing guns are of sound mind. Sure, but there's also countries to the north of us, like Canada, where they have a larger... Uh, number of gun ownership and way less gun crime. So maybe it's something about our culture and the way we are raising sure. our perception in the United States. There's a violent culture that we have here that doesn't exist in other places of the world. And 
another thing we have to remember is that the number one gun violence, um, uh, the the number one purveyor of gun violence in the United States isn't murders. It isn't obviously school shootings. It's suicide. Mm-hmm. Suicide is by far. I mean, add up all the other murders and gun violence combined, and you still don't get suicide numbers. People are really just committing suicide. I guess that's what frustrates me even more. You killed yourself. So why couldn't you have just done that at home? Uh, and a lot of people felt that way. Like you know, like a, a child that was, and it's like that's, 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 that's has that's nothing to do with that's the situation. It's, it's a sick. child that has that's nothing disgusting. to do with the situation has now lost his life. And, and that so parent, like, that's the, that's, like, like, for that, I, 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 I have a little two-year-old man, and I can only imagine, like, that, that's terrifying, like, you, you drop your kid off, you're so happy to have them go to school to, to pick them up to hear what they learned about in the day, and then to be, to, then to hear that tragedy, and then to find out that you are the parent of that kid that was, that was killed, and it, and had, it was a, it had nothing, had nothing to do, to do with them, yeah, I don't, like, how do you, I can't imagine. I, I really, I pray for those parents. I feel for those parents. And, you know, like this. And this poor woman. Yeah, absolutely. The poor woman, too. And it's, I mean, and ah, I, I think. No. Well, I look at it like this, you know. I, I mean, I, I am happy well, we that don't it's know a more what she isolated. Did. It was a domestic no, violence no, dispute. Oh, my God. And I'm happy that it's, it's an isolated that. event. Because the other San Bernardino thing, when it was a terrorist attack, that that was very terrifying. Because it's like, it came out of nowhere. And, but, I mean, the fact that this is more isolated, it gives. They're both security. isolated. They're both isolated. And it's unfortunate that this young lady lost her life. It's unfortunate that he was charged and convicted of domestic violence prior to this. Prior to this. Oh, yeah. So why are we not looking at these red did you, flags? Did you hear about that case that came out? I think it was last week with um, a woman that called the police and yes, said that her, husband, that her boyfriend was being abusive towards her. And when the police got there, they felt like it wasn't a serious enough situation, so they left. She called again, and they said, stop calling. It's not a serious enough situation. He ends up killing her that night. And her son. It kills her and her son. I'm just like... That's a shame. That's a shame. It's despicable. Why are we in this world where when a woman says... You know, there's domestic violence in my household. This man is beating me. Like, why is there even a conversation? Take him out of the household no matter what. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How do you leave the situation? Even if you feel like it's not severe once you're there. My friend's a police dispatcher. And she says these things get really complicated when the cops show up. And, you know, you you have to press charges in that moment. Yeah. And And the women don't want to. Right. Well, because if they don't hold them, if, uh, you know, they're gang affiliated or any other number of circumstances that happen, if they're that guy's family or even I've had a lot of women who are like, yeah, well, I've heard a lot of women who are like, you know, I married this guy and my parents were basically like, I'm on my own now. Yeah. Like you made your bed, you need to lie in it. When I first moved into my apartment and I, I live in West Hollywood, so I... You guys know how hustle. <laughs> <What's all laughs> um, the neighbors were arguing, and they got to the point that they started arguing outside. Gay guys? Uh-uh, it was a it was a, a woman and a man. They were arguing, and so we don't know how West Hollywood well, is because that's that, out of the well, blue. No, what it's to say is that it's not an area that has a lot of like bad things happening. Okay, you know hold on. I mean? But can I say this in West Hollywood? I live on Palm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's one of the best streets, best apartments. Four murders last year. But that's All the of thing. Them domestic violence between gay partners. If you uh, if you look it up, one a murder suicide. If you look yes. it up, especially in my neighborhood, like the part of West Hollywood that I'm in, someone was killed years before I moved there, and it was such a big deal because nothing like that had happened. In so where long. where do you live? I live on Sweetser. And, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa! Can we block that out? That's your old place, <laughs> so right? let me let me just get to the story. So basically, they got they get into a fight. They're outside. That's your old place. They're outside of my door. <laughs> yeah, that's where I used to live. I got you. Slim. I got you. <laughs> They're outside of my door. I can hear them arguing to the point that she she ends up pulling out a knife 
and I can see out my peephole, and now his back is against the door. Like, it's getting really re- violent and physical. Kind so of entertaining. I call the police. Loki is when, entertaining. When I, <laughs> when I call the police, she's like, no, he didn't do anything. He was like, no, she didn't have a knife. And I was just like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> And I opened the door. No, I saw it all. She had that's, a knife. That's the problem when it comes to domestic violence. The scary thing about domestic violence is it always, uh, it, it involves those two people. And as soon as you come to intervene, the, the scary part is they turn on you. They both mm-hmm. turn on you. Because they're in love. Because they're in love. That's that's why it's domestic violence. Because it's two yeah. people that love to share each other, but they're not good for each other. Exactly. Handle it. So it, yeah. it's just, it's, just um, it's a horrible tragedy that her- occurred in San Bernardino. And our hearts go out to all the members and this young lady, Karen, and the children whose names were not released because obviously they're underage. And I can't even imagine how it must feel to be a parent of Karen or those children. Like, that's it's just heartbreak when someone loses their life unexpectedly. Um, And what may seem like a bigger tragedy uh, of them all, but not to anyone else but Wassam Elmana uh, Janet Jackson has filed for divorce <laughs> from her estranged husband after five years and two months of marriage and one child Asa uh, to the tune of 500 million dollars that's agreed upon in their prenuptial agreement mm-hmm. in the if event of discord after five, five years. years this is Jackson's third marriage and Elmana's first the couple was married in February 2012 so right on the cusp of five years she and two months right she made 500 million dollars and people were like you oh she had girl. money she did not have half a billion dollars <laughs> well, she did not and now she does. And is there anything is too much money? Can you like I, I don't care, Janet. If, if she played the game from the beginning, she played it well, and I salute her. But you it's like there's not girl. even anything so in the world that that's ex- like like there, you you have to the only thing you could buy with five hundred half half a billion dollars is another half a billion dollars. Like there's nothing in the world that even costs like like what costs that much? I mean, okay. obviously you've never hung out with more Persians. You need to hang out. <laughs> It's a lifestyle, especially she spent five years with this man, so she's probably seen things. And she's Janet Jackson, so she already saw a very nice lifestyle. She did. But she's over there seeing all There's gold running from the rivers type stuff. (laughs) I mean, uh, Wassam is a very good friend of mine. Wassam used to live in D.C., and when he was in D.C., he used to date... Well, he's single now, so um, uh, tell him I said what's up. Uh, that's a question. So, <laughs> Do we have water in here? So listen, <laughs> so so Wassam, uh, Wassam and Janet Jackson split up, and he was very wealthy. He's a very he comes from a wealthy family. It's him and his brothers. They have a company. It's a luxury company. They own Harrods in the Middle East and mm-hmm. things of this nature. Janet Jackson is fifty. Wassam is forty three. Janet Jackson did this, played a game, and I, I say this to people, where do people get married? Like, where, where do people get married? Beaches, churches. Sure. Vegas. Wrong. You're all wrong. People don't get married in any of those places. You get married in the courthouse. That's oh, yeah. where you get married, because it is a legal document. You mm-hmm. are entering a business agreement That was a someone. trick question, Teron. I don't you appreciate that. someone <laughs> with a business agreement, and the business agreement, unfortunately, with this is $500 million, and she played it for five years and two months. While I don't applaud her action... It was so beautiful. But, see, it's would good. it be beautiful if someone it's else good. got played? Would you feel that way if a guy played a girl? Like, see, this what? is the Yeah, thing. did she sign the prenup? Did she know what she was walking into? Then yeah, if look, my whole thing is if you can get what you need to get, then good for you. <laughs> I don't know what the facts are. I don't know why she's leaving him. You know what I mean? Because from the news articles, it seems like they it's it's amicable, amicable, amicable. amicable. <laughs> it seems like it's amicable. So I'm not sure. And I mean, at the end of the day, this was his decision as well. It was his decision to say, okay, let's get married. And he knew at the end of the day, past five years, he may have to give half. Well, I don't want to. I it might be too soon, but. 
$500 million, that's a great reason to kill a bitch. That's all I'm saying. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. $500 million, like, yo, yeah. I'm just going to say. Because there was that Russian guy who had to give his wife $7 billion. Mm-hmm. On the heels of the San Bernardino $7 story. $7 billion. Well, no, I'm just saying, hey, that's why it's Headlines with Headliners each mm-hmm. and every week right mm-hmm. here on BHL. Mm-hmm. Please write your comments below. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's any topics you'd like to hear, of course, you can find Brandon at... Yes, at Brody the Joker at B-R-O-A-D-Y, The Joker. And I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. At Javicia, everything is at Javicia. No one knows how to spell Javicia. And <laughs> I am Tehran. B-I-C-I-A. Literally, at I am Tehran. You can find it on my hat or in the lower third, as Joel just kindly pointed out. Yes. And also find me each and every Monday and Thursday at 10 p.m. at the Laugh Factory. We appreciate you being here. We miss you, Nate. We miss you, Kanisha. We will see you next week right here at Headlines with Headliners. Yeah. Thanks for filling in, gang. No yes. problem. Catch you guys later. I'm going to be humble, fly jet blue, and drink RC Cola. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.